everybody. Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time I'll be talking about LGBT and UFOs. All the current talk about UFOs and billionaires going into space, I have to say that I don't care about billionaires going into space. Allowing them to come back to this planet is another thing altogether makes me think about the LGBTQI community and otherworldly experiences. So, after cursory research, I have two quite contrary internet postings to read from. They seem to contradict each other completely. From Queer Paranormal, The Weird World of LGBTQ Plus Hauntings and Other unexplained phenomena. The section is entitled UFOs slash abductions. The headline is Galian abductions? Question mark. Ever since the book's first publishing 1999, the abduction enigma has ruffled more than a few feathers by tackling sexuality in the alien abduction experience. Authors Kevin D. Randall Russ Estes and William P. Cohn note that although sex and sexuality are a taboo subject, especially in cases of alleged alien abduction, gay men and women make up a remarkable portion of the abduction population. Huh. A very high percentage of both male and female abductees that we interviewed openly stated a sexual preference of homosexuality, at least 29%, or bisexuality, 23%. An equally high number were hypersexual and highly promiscuous in their human sex lives. Of the remaining abductees, at least half of them claimed they had no sex drive whatsoever. That leaves us with a very low number of abductees who claim to have what would be considered a normal sex life. Their statistical analysis never originally intended to delve into bedroom manners. According to Randall, it wasn't a question of sitting down to decide about homosexuality, but an outgrowth of the interview process. Russ Estes had asked about the gender of the alien creatures. He was told by the females that most of the abductors were male, but that the leaders seemed to be female. In early discussions, as these distinctions were being made, Estes asked the natural follow-up question, which revealed the pattern of gender identity. Once the preliminary observation had been made, the question about sexual orientation as an outgrowth of an attempt to learn the gender of the alien creatures was added to the survey. Another forgotten case from California followed repeated abduction claims by a lesbian couple spanning several decades focused around their home in Tuhunya Canyon. Well, that's one county heard from. From 
Real News, Real Gay, The Crepe, as posted on Medium. Research finds aliens do not abduct LGBTQ people. Evidence of advanced gaydar? From Gwen Searsha in February 20th, 2019. Often met with skepticism, scorn, and even derision, people who report having been abducted by aliens often keep their experiences to themselves. They even avoid the term abductees in favor of experiencers to help reduce the stigma associated with their encounters. Experiencers also share another thing in common beyond their close encounters. They are all straight. Dr. Bob of the Mutual UFO Network, or MUFON, one of the oldest and largest UFO investigating groups, explains... We have conducted a thorough analysis of our records, and we simply cannot find a single case of an LGBTQ individual experiencing contact with an extraterrestrial being. It's the strangest thing. It seems unlikely that an organization that tracks and investigates UFO sightings and extraterrestrial encounters sees the lack of extraterrestrial contacts as the strangest thing, but it certainly is unusual. MUFON's Science Review Board, SRB, consists of scientists with degrees in physics, chemistry, geology, and electrical engineering. Their work experience includes NASA, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, Advanced Micro Devices, Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, and France's National Space Program, CNS. With legitimate scientific credentials behind them, they are intensely driven to better understand these findings. One MUFON investigator, speaking anonymously, hypothesized that queer folks are much more evolved than their straight counterparts. It's likely that the aliens already understand queers because they operate at such an advanced level, so they don't have a need to study them like they do straight people. Two snaps up for that. (laughs) Either way, one thing seems certain. Alien Gadar is on point. And again, that was written by Gwen Searsha and posted in February of 2019. I had a boss who owned a weekend place in the Berkshires, and he told me I had to visit to see the UFOs that are up there all the time. Okay, love to. On October 21st, 1994, we, my hubby and I, were among about 40 people standing on 9th Avenue between 21st and 22nd Streets who stood with our jaws dropped between about 7.10 to 7.25 p.m. to witness... Seven objects in the sky flying up the Hudson River in formation like a musical staff. The fifth and seventh from top to bottom were flying in a helix pattern. We saw commercial aircraft fly below them, and we were all stumped because at first we considered that they might be ultralight. But ultralights, at that time of day, it was fast approaching dusk, 
And we all concluded that it was extremely unsafe to do so. And at that altitude in 1994, ultralights could not combust, and I would still imagine cannot, unless engine tech has optimized significantly, without a very high oxygen level, which dissipates as you ascend. Well, I don't think anybody made the outright claim that we were all seeing flying saucers, but we all knew we saw something we could not accurately identify using deductive reasoning. A few days later, a local news program reported that multiple eyewitnesses saw the objects all over the tri-state area, very matter-of-factly, and it was lost in the shuffle of current events and other off-kilter phenomena, and that was it for the most part. But we saw them, whatever they were. And it wasn't five drunken rednecks on a fishing trip. There were at least 40 people on 9th Avenue in Chelsea, all ages and shapes and sizes. So whatever it was, I was in the, what the hell was that column? Dr. Who had a line about how cognitive dissonance plays into people's just thinking and blinking it out of their mind because it does not fit in with their perception of reality. And we just smoosh it down and blend it in with other weirdness. But as the Danish prince said, there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. From Hamlet, Act 1, Scene 5 line 167 to 168. And that was Hamlet to Horatio. In those days, everybody in Chelsea was overly fond of robotically, contextually free, repeating Junior for Junior Vasquez and over for everything that was over. Imagine if everybody in Chelsea said Gort! Klatu Barada Nikto, bitches, over, Junior, Gord, over, la 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 la. All those shiny metallic jumpsuits and visors, everybody would say the bitch pulled it off. Outer space makes her look so taut. I imagine that it does possess some appeal, aside from the very real presence of gay geeks, who would leap at the chance to get on an alien spacecraft. However, the dramatic entrance one could make, stepping out of a flying saucer in front of any hard-to-get-in-place for gay people anywhere, with the big plus that it provides you with an otherworldly exotic mystique better than getting on the list to any club. You automatically slay. Gort! Klatu Barada Nikto! Bitches! Gort! Over! Junior! Blah, 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 blah. Where's my drink tickets? Gort! Junior! Over! Klatu Barada Nikto, bitches! So there you have it. Conclusive, definitive evidence of LGBT consistency. And just think, the appeal of not aging because on Earth, time is relative to motion. And the farther away you get from Earth, the slower you age. Beats the hell out of Botox and Restylane and Retin-A. And you have the obligatory jokes about probing, etc. I took that probe. I took it all. I said, is that all you got? Honey, you haven't been around. Where's the space poppers anyway? Gort! Bitch. So there you have it. Whatever. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out. Peace out.